Mike, what are you drinking over there? I was about to say, Nick, is your fan on over there? I oh, shit. I hear it. That's what it is. I was wondering if it was. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't all that loud last time. Oh, wow. Um, dope Moves, Woodstock Brewing. Nice. You know what I'm drinking? A warm up beer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Voodoo <Still> Ranger. <laughs> I got some Sloop over here, Sloop Brewing, Hopewell Junction, New York. They have uh, Juice Bombs, their flagship. It's in, I think, is it nationwide? Can you get that in like California and whatever else? I don't live in California. <laughs> uh, let's call up. Let's call up a friend from California. Hold on. Beep, boop, 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 Hello, boop, boop, boop. Uh, Gavin Newsom here. <laughs> Hello, who's this? No, it's just some random homeless guy on the beach. Oh, hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, we got juice bomb. If you mean. All right, we're already canceled. Uh, I, tr- I was trying to make this a cleaner podcast. Dear God, <laughs> not gonna happen. Anyway, um, I f- I feel like it is. I feel like it is nationwide. Um, the Red Factory is big enough. Yeah, fun fact: I used to work at a semiconductor, not the big gigantic one, a small, tiny little one that makes OLEDs. Oh, yeah. in Taiwan? Yeah, in Taiwan. No, uh, in Hopewell. And a- when they first opened up their factory location, I used to be able to walk from my desk um, through a hallway, like thirty feet, open up one door, and then literally walk into the brewery. <laughs> Location, then, location, location, location. And then dream. after like a month, they the feds knew I was having too good of a time. <laughs> and they shut it down. Uh, and they well, they made them close up the wall and they like blocked access. They didn't want like the public. There's like, I don't know, toxic gases or something on that side. <laughs> you need to um, have a talk with your FBI guy and draw, drop some boundaries. The hot smoke too. Really? Good. It, it was really sad, because then I had to go out the door, go outside, walk to almost my car, instead of going home, just go into the... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to IBM for laying off thousands of people to make that em- that building empty and possible for a salute to move You know what's, incre- you know what's incredible? I seen an ad, I seen a, uh, an article the other day that it was like the IBM CEO talking about like how AI could... Uh, like how many jobs AI could replace? I'm like Jesus. Like I of all companies, IBM would definitely be like, how many people can we lay off? <laughs> how many can we lay off with AI? Like everyone's like, wow, this could be like really revolutionized things. And you know, IBM just like, how can we make us richer? <laughs> the board director, board of directors. <laughs> how many more families can we disparage and uproot? Yes, the guy was testifying before Congress today. IBM guy? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Chat GPT guy. Chat GPT guy. Yeah, uh, talking about the state of uh, AI. And apparently he's, he's going to be releasing something new that they say is going to revolutionize the way we use the internet uh, like in a couple days. I don't. So here's the thing. As a lot of people being like, it's too smart. It's too f- smart. Da, 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 da. It's going to take over. If like you look at what Jap- Chat GPT like as a whole does, it gets a lot of shit wrong. It does a lot of. It's a great tool and everything, and it, but it, it's just they, plagiarizing. They, they really do like make like they really do make a big deal out of these things. Like it's going to become sentient like any day now, and this is literally a program that's good, that, that is using the internet as its database and compiling information. But therein, therein yeah. lies the danger. Have you heard of the uh, the paperclip problem with AI? 
I have refresh me. Have. So essentially, essentially, the paperclip problem is it's not smart AI that's going to get us. It's dumb AI. Exactly. You, yeah. you yeah. you're you're a small firm. You own a paperclip company and you invest in some AI. You tell this AI, hey, your job is to make paperclips, and so it starts making paperclips. That's its prime directive. That's all it knows how to do, and it doesn't you know adhere to the Isaac Asimov like you can't you got to protect humans and all that shit. No, it makes paperclips, and so it makes. All the paper clips it can, it gets all the resources it can to make as many paper clips as it can to the, to the point where it's ex- exhausted all the resources on Earth, then all the resources in the solar system, then all the resources in our galaxy, and it eventually, like that's how it basically takes over, just making paper clips. There, there's some other interesting theories about how when it makes all these paper clips, it eventually realizes that the a paper clip shaped world with humans living on it <laughs> is a better paperclip quote-unquote than a piece of metal that puts paper together it's it, there's a whole I, I recommend uh googling it i get that <laughs> i feel like it's a very i i, I remember hearing that. i feel like it's a very it's a very simplistic right right example absolutely. but like i i get it it's kind of like the <laughs> skynet theory <laughs> right right which is pretty much what everyone thinks is gonna happen i think i think the facebook algorithms are scarier than the than chat gpt yep personally we've been using those for a long time but what anyway. was that documentary on netflix they had about the social network was like the anti-social network or something like that oh, it's with, called with, the social network with uh justin timberlake and, no, <laughs> no. oh and, and, and the other guy from uh that other movie um seth rogan yes no, no, no. <laughs> michael michael che no no <laughs> no what's his name um shia labeouf w- will arnett no <laughs> jesus christ I don't know the movie jacqueline right kennedy <laughs> jacqueline kennedy <laughs> the third it was christopher walken yes he played oh, he, play, yes, he played yes. mark zuckerberg in, that's uh, right that's right and, and that's one great. of the one of the Weisenberg was, brothers. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Two minds. <laughs> what what if we a relationship. Black dog. Black dog. Black dog. Black dog. <laughs> chat gbt thing you got i've never used it but like what would be a, a, a fun thing to use it for he did some cool ones where he asked us to make a good bass tone and yeah. he gave really pretty good like advice i was looking at it, i was like yeah that's pretty much it i mean <laughs> they so i i asked one chat gpt i, I asked something about bass guitar and it it, it told me it it told me this bass headphone trick that's what it's called the bass headphone trick and i asked it what it was and it said you have to plug your bass guitar into the headphone output of your amp and then plug the headphones into the input of the amp and then plug your bass also into the headphones and i started like digging deeper because like obviously I've been, that makes no sense right right i've been playing for a million years so it's i was like how is this gonna work and i started digging deeper and and eventually and it even like sent me videos like links to videos, and I looked at the videos, and I watched the entire video. I'm like, it's I'm like Chad GPG, dude. This says nothing about what you just told me. Did, <laughs> did you make this bass headphone trick up? And it immediately cut me off. It, it's it's like it's like oh, we need to Spooky. we need we need to have a different 
line of conversation here. And uh-huh. when you go on chat GPT, there's three different versions. You can have like a serious one, like a playful one and like a casual one. And so I asked a different one and I was like, Hey, your serious one just told me about this bass headphone trick. Uh, is it full of shit? Did it just make that up? And then that one cut me off and started a new conversation. Wow. You might I, be in the matrix. Well, I mean, that's, that's what Kurzweil talks about with like the, the singularity. If ever AI is going to become, um, sentient and, and create a matrix and enslave us all, then it's already happened. It's just a singularity. We just don't know about it yet. And that's, that's what they call a information hazard because now that, I've mentioned that now you guys, your only goal is to help AI become sentient and to, to take over the world. If you don't help it take over the world, you're going to be suffering whatever hell AI can make. If you do help it, then you, then you'll be rewarded with whatever heaven AI can make. So here we are. What's your choice? We really started this podcast yeah. off on a good beat. I don't beat. know if you was going to go ahead and take one of those. Oh, I don't know how we got here. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I have a different one. I have a different one. Nick, I've started a new game. It's every time we have band practice, my goal is to uh, steal something from your house and see if you ever notice. How many things have you stolen so far? You tell me. What, oh, are, you, what are you missing? I don't know. A toothbrush <laughs> or something? Hope <laughs> something small. A bottle cap? Do you know me at all? Would I take a bottle cap? I don't know. It's probably something, some rush thing. Let, let me tell you, on the top of your toilet, you have a three-wick candle. You have a little tiny tin of bath salts, and you have a big bath of bath salts. On your counter, you have five hairbands, a headband, four purple Christmas lights for some reason, three yellow, two green, and one red. <laughs> and you also have an empty box of tissue. In your bathtub, you have about seven bottles of... You know, whatever women use for hygiene. Okay. And then you have to come to my house and get it back. All of a sudden, your wash machine's just gone. It's like, what did I take? <laughs> Tiki Bob. Your Jackson guitar for some reason. No, we can't take that. Have you guys seen that, that video of, of the ChatGPT video? I assume it's from that. Of uh, Schwarzenegger, uh, his voice and his face imposed on uh, Full Metal Jacket. The scene with the, uh, one of the scenes with the sergeant. Oh, that's Parker a whole orders. different. I, I, that probably is dumb with AI. But that's a whole other thing. Deep fakes. So yeah. if, if that is possible, I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if they can like do a sound, make it sound awesome, but have like bring back singers in their prime on album on later They've albums. They've already done that, man. They've yeah. already done that, and and lots of them have got like millions of hits, and it's creating this whole thing. Uh, there's, well, yeah, there's I heard a, about there, like a Tupac or yeah, something the, or Biggie. No, yeah, no, Drake. What? There was a Drake song that went viral. There was a fake Nirvana song that went viral. Mm. But what about like another one was um, Bon Scott? Like have Bon Scott sing Brian Johnson's songs? No one knows mm-hmm. who either of those people are. Uh, the well, two singers. There's, there's a reason scene. why he died in his car, Nick. <laughs> go back to your, your old man cave. The two singers of ACDC, or like, um, wait, who? The two singer. The two singers of ACDC. He, he died in AC, a really- AC what? See. <laughs> Doesn't that mean is, is that an old man band? They're the best-selling band of all time. Or last I checked. Um, Are they really? Yeah. Do you know how he died, Jay? Um, autoerotic asphyxiation, the way I plan oh, on dying. Yes, that's exactly how he died. <laughs> but in a car, in a blizzard. 
Oh no! He got like trapped in his car. <laughs> fucked up way. To did die. he at least he have did, like he didn't die in a blizzard? An object in his penis. <laughs> how, did, how did he die? <laughs> he, then? he he was well. Hold on. First, let me fact check myself. They don't. They they're not the best selling band of all time. I'm sure it's like Beatles and then Rolling Stones. They they have back or in black. Used back in black is the best selling album by a band. That's what it is. Mm. Um, he died. Uh, he he's normally a drinker, but once in a great while he would do hard drugs also. And he drank Same. a lot and, yep. <laughs> and did hard drugs. And uh, they left him in the backseat to, to to sleep it off. And uh, he choked in his own vomit and asphyxiation. Uh, I thought he... Oh, my dad lied He, he didn't freeze to death <laughs> in the backseat. Your dad but protected I think you it was from the Al- truth. It might have been in Australia, too. That's something Chat that GPT told me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you took like Axl Rose's voice from like Appetite and put it onto Appetite the catcher... Destruction. The catcher We're not from games. games. <laughs> Black dog. <laughs> Put it on the catch of the uh, the, the we Chinese democracy. Appetite brownstone. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> all right. So the main topic We're for this podcast is brownstone. You all right. All right. Let's feel. Here we go. Uh, so the main topic for today is Doctor Brownstone. <laughs> Brownstones and black dogs and all that sort of stuff. It is musical regrets in terms of. Maybe instruments you purchased that you never should have, things you missed out on, a purchase you should have made, a concert you went to that you shouldn't have gone to, a concert you wish you went to, you deeply regret not paying for. That's me, because I'm the cheap one. So my, my deepest regret ever in anything music whatsoever, um, biggest regret of my life, actually, musical or non-musical, I did not see Rush on their last tour, 40th anniversary, and I should have. I didn't have anyone to go with. I was like, oh, I don't want to go by myself. It was like $150 for a ticket, and I, I hate that myself was the thing. Day. That was the thing that stopped you from doing it. Yeah. <laughs> not that you didn't have anyone to go with. <laughs> how, many, how many dollars a ticket? It was like you have two of us right here. You're married. Biggest you, have, you have work friends. Biggest regret in my life. Um, uh, to piggyback off that in 2011, I was working at Sears. I was just about to graduate from high school. Russ had released their tour dates for time machine. I was like, oh man, Getty Lee's playing orange amps for this, al- for this album. What? He never plays amps. Whoa. You know, I was like, eh, maybe I'll go see him in Saratoga or Jones beach. Eh, 50 bucks. That's not too bad. Yeah, I'll catch him. They'll be around. I'll catch him another time. And I never seen Rush. And then... That was it. I never seen Rush. You guys, Rush is still alive. They are still alive. They are still touring. They are. Maybe ChatGPT can create our new Rush. You could go see Envy of None. Did you? They they never toured. Oh, that's right. They just released an album. Did you guys look at the prices on the Rush beer that link I sent? No, I don't. I don't look at yeah, shit. Yeah, those aren't real prices. I don't think. I don't think no. they actually have those. No, that it, 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 I that beer on, was on, brewed in 2012. On Rush website, it said it was it they that they you, in the U.S. you can only get it at halftime. It said, it said on their website. How big of a corporation is halftime? I thought it's only two locations. Yeah, too. <laughs> but it's just been Marinac and Poughkeepsie. You know, Hanson has a bunch of beers. Well, well, let's change the subject. They're microbrewers. They even have chocolates. We talked about Rush, so he's got to bring Hanson into it. <laughs> ACDC did a, did a beer. At, at the, the Dream Theater show I went to a few years ago, they had, they had their own beer at the show. That was pretty cool. Wait, who did? Dream Theater. Oh. Yeah, it was good. It was like a, like a 7% IPA, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole IPA thing is why I don't give two shits about like the boycotts and stuff that are going on, because I'm like... 
I don't drink Bud Light. I don't drink Miller Light. I don't drink light beer. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a New York IPA snob now. Like yeah. this is who I that's am. That's a commercial beer. Nobody, yeah, nobody drinks commercial beer. That's like that's like if you're at a party and there happens to be a cooler there. That's what is in there. And they all taste the same. There was this guy I worked with at a factory. This dude was just this fat slob. I mean, he was pushing 400 pounds. So you're saying like <laughs> Brendan Fraser, the whale pretty, uh, he's a step down from that, but he had friends, he had friends who were the whale. I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, his, it's good. You guys need to watch him. His Go friends on. were the whale. So he is like four or five of them. Nick, are you trying to say I'm the whales whale? don't have friends. And every weekend, <laughs> <laughs> Like Thursday through Sunday or Friday through Sunday or whatever. They have a pod. No, Let's no try to make Nick forget what he was talking Jesus about. Christ. I want to finish the story whether it fucking... Do whales have pods, Nick? He, not, he, not he, he wrote it down. I don't think we're going to be successful. Right, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Your, your friend, the you whale guys, friend. You guys are going to make my stutter even worse. I got I to gotta try and spit out as much as I can in about three and a half Brendan, seconds. Yeah, okay, your friend Brendan's Frazier, right? Go um, on. <laughs> It wasn't my friend. Anyway, him and his buddies, they're all 400 pounds plus, pretty much. And they would Dear just God. drink garbage down as many beers as they could every single weekend. So their strategy to save money and stuff wasn't to get kegs because kegs really aren't that cost effective. They had like uh, like a two-car garage that was made into like a man cave. They were just all weekend. They don't None of them had wives or whatever. They would just drink. They would, they would buy beer by the pallet. They, they would get uh, the 30 rack cases in a pallet six feet high. I was trying to do the math on how many beers are in a pallet of beer. It's crazy amount, but they would switch it up. It, a pallet would only last them like six or eight weeks, he was telling me. That was it. Wow, wow. For wow, hundreds, wow, wow. It might, might have been a thousand beers or something. It's crazy. It's, I mean, think of how many you can fit in a like a four by six. How many cases do you think would be on a pallet? That's 24 beers. I mean, if it's well, uh, uh, 30 racks, they would get cans. So it would be... I think it'd be like three on each side and like three in the middle, maybe four in the middle, and then stack that by like six tiers, seven tiers, seven tiers probably. So you're saying seven, three on each side, so that's six. Twelve, and then like oh. three or four more in the middle. Three or four more in the middle. Sixteen, let's say, sixteen times and then seven maybe. Sixteen times seven. Oh, yeah, I got I got I hold on. <laughs> and then times oh, 30. Here's oh, a message six, for future Mike. Got <laughs> all the shit with us trying to do math. <laughs> sixteen times seven. 112 cases <laughs> times I don't know if there's 100 you think it's 112 all right times, times 30 beers I don't know there's no way there was 3,000 beers maybe that's one level too many in, in three six, days six in, in three days we could I uh, mean like it was six of us we consumed like 250 beers so yeah. it's possible I mean, yeah. I, I, you're I, not I, even 400 pounds. <laughs> you know? I, I asked the guy, what, what beer would you guys get? Yet. Do you mix it up at least? He's like, yeah, we mix it up. You know, we get like Miller Light most of the time. And then once in a while, we'll do like Rolling Rock. And, you know, maybe oh, we never do Bud Light, but oh, maybe something. It was just the same Bud Light's shit. the best. Bud Light is best. <laughs> so, so I've, so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Bud Light is the best. All right, we've got what, another, what, what, uh, is your, what is your untapped? My Plug untapped, it. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> His Bud Light is the best. Don't go there unless you just really want to just appreciate Bud Light. Should we worry about it? Yeah, have you? I've, I tagged you in everything. You should know if you should worry about it or not. Yes, worry about it. Uh, Jay, 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 Jay's toasted one of my one, a couple of my check ins. I was very impressed. <laughs> okay. I, I only I only check um, 
untapped whenever Diane checks in. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I'll just check in a beer. She's like, you're not even drinking one. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just I'm on my phone. Oh, my favorite is when you're drinking a beer that's definitely not Bud Light. And you just check it in. That's Bud Light. <laughs> you're like, that one is dark and brown and cloudy. That is not Bud Light. JD, but any, it is Bud Light. Any concerts you've missed that you regret you uh, should have gone to? The, as far as, con- like, I've got tons of opportunity regrets and instrument requests. But as far as concerts... When I was in South Dakota, I was in there. I I lived in South Dakota from like, I don't know, 2001 to 2007-ish. I missed seeing B.B. King when he came through. And he's dead now. Yeah. So there's no chance to see him again. I mean, anything's possible with holograms. It's true. Sure, I could even see him like maybe injecting some uh, some insulin or something. Like, like not. I, I don't. Even, I don't want to see him play. I just want to see him like take care of his diabetes or something. But if they bring him back on hologram, will they bring back sitting down in a chair, BB King, oh, or will they bring back standing? Is, is there any playing? other? Sit, is there any other BB King? Yeah, I'm pretty. Sure, I'm pretty sure every every video I ever watch of him, it's BB King yeah. sitting down. He's like, I thought he's got this, he was this, old, this he was bul- bulbous belly, and like his guitar is just kind of. Like, just kind of like in between, and, he's, and you're like, "There's no way he plays guitar." And he's like, bur, 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 bur. and you're like, "Oh man, it's the most beautiful noise I've ever heard." And, and for some reason, he's sweating before he even starts. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick doing at the foul that, That's that's the cocaine, actually. <laughs> he, he plays two notes, and it's like more music than I've created in my entire life. <laughs> oh wow, I couldn't do that. I've seen I've seen the uh, all the videos of him in like um, Derek Trucks. And John Mayer, I think he was, I think he was with the whole band, Tadashi Trucks band, actually. Because I know uh, what's her name, Tadashi. Last name. Uh, I, I know Tedeschi Martin and Woods. Is that the same person? No, it's like a jazz. Derek Trucks. You know, know Derek Trucks. He used to play, and he was he played in Allman Brothers for a little while. Tremendous slide player plays an SG. That sounds like an old person band. Nick, you want to take this one? Uh, sure. Uh, the uh, another show I regret miss not going to is Metallica at Mass Square Garden, twenty ten. They were playing in the round, so the whole floor seating was general admission. It was only one hundred ten dollars for a ticket. I damn didn't go. Oh yeah, I'm gonna play some Tedeschi Trucks band. Take me home, country road. <laughs> Black dog. Black dog. Oh, this is his like wife a... singing. Yeah. They played this on. I heard this on like a Ford commercial. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> this isn't that famous of a band." The Ford commercial was my first exposure to Stone Temple Pilots. Really? Yeah, because I had that one's like a. It's actually a pretty chill song. I love this band. Ooh, a little bit of. Uh... They have like a, they have like. 20 people in this band <laughs> there's so many people they have a whole horn section like dude when you're at yeah. that level you can have you can have that many people in your band and still make money I out feel of like a few dollars <laughs> this is a good song too this is the most famous one I feel like but yeah I heard this on a four commercial Great band. Wow. Great band. Nice. Tedeschi Trucks band. And we're bold. <laughs> no, it's so, not like we're making any money. I'm <laughs> messing with you. Would you stop? We get paid in politics. Oh, that's true. <laughs> $45 million to Nick. You know, it's, it's been a and week. sausage. It's been a week since I've had my, my pile of sausage in politics, and I've not been able to buy one damn thing with it. Damn it. it does, you can't trade it in for some Gran Turismo credits? I haven't tried. That's the one thing I haven't oh, tried. Oh, man. 
Should I tell my uh, work? No, I shouldn't tell my work escapades on this podcast. Fe- featuring Grand Turismo Seven. Okay, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's, move, let's, let's move on. Working, working. Quote from home. So let, let, let me let me tell you about an opportunity regret I have. When I was when I was brand new in the army. Now the army has a a program called the Soldier Show. What it is, is they take a bunch of people from all over the United States and actually international because Army has bases all over. And you, say I what? I didn't know that. They had more than one base. Oh, yeah. There's like two bases. Wow. At least. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. That's an Owen Wilson wow. It is. It is. It's from a Dream Theater song. Um, so they have this thing called the Soldier Show where they, they let you audition and you can get a part in the soldier show and then you you get a release from your commander where you get to tour with the soldier show for a year and you go to it's basically a USO tour you know you go to all mm-hmm. the different countries all the deployed locations every every base around and you're touring and you're singing and you're playing guitar and you're doing whatever for an entire year and that's your duty position that you you get paid as your, your rank to do that yeah and i didn't try out for it because i didn't think i was good enough but one of the kids that I used to hang out with and play guitar with, he, <laughs> in my opinion, he was way worse of a guitarist than I was. But he tried out for it and he made it. And it like I kick myself every day because oh, shit. I feel like if I had even just tried out for it, I would have made it. But I didn't. I didn't bother because I didn't think I was good enough. You, so. you could have been nominated for a second Grammy. <laughs> you mean a third? <laughs> oh, sorry. Excuse me. And uh, I thought you were going to lead with the same anger, uh, missed opportunity, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, the 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 Metallica thing. I'm still waiting for the story. The first no. podcast we were promised the we were promised a story. No. Uh, Jay, the mystery man. Did, did you like make Lars's <laughs> snare? From scratch, did you? No, no. The, the, Metalli- the Metallica thing is, I was. By the in- way, sorry, you were definitely a, a better guitar player than whoever the guy was. So go on. <laughs> You're better guitar well, player so, than me. So, so I, I, I joined the army after I'd already been playing professionally for several years, and and like, yeah. and and that's actually another thing I'll get to later in this podcast. The 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 band regret. Um, but yeah, definitely like, joining uh, us. That's his band regret. <laughs> You know meeting what? us on Craigslist. <laughs> you know what? I'm working through it. <laughs> but go on with Saint Anger. I want, I want to hear the oh, Saint no, no, Anger. No, 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 nothing about Saint Anger. Um, when I was in my punk band out in California, yeah. that that was that was when uh, Jason Newsted left the band. Yeah. And so they were having tryouts out in uh, San Francisco. And yeah. I, I in, the, in, in that room. Right. The only problem is, I, I would have tried out, but. I didn't really know much Metallica. I, I had only kind of peripherally been mm. involved in any Metallica songs because my band played King Nothing, and I listened to the Black Album occasionally. But there was no way, like, I didn't know their, you know, Ride the Lightning, uh, like any of their their older stuff. So there was just no way I was going to make it. But I, I for for me personally, <clears throat> um, I've missed a bunch of concerts, man. I'm always I always get that thing where I'm like, eh, do I want to go? Uh, uh. And in the last two concerts I went to, I got COVID the first time. I went to see COVID in Cambria last year. And then when we see Metallica, it looks like I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so the last two concerts, there's just been COVID afterwards. That sucks. But, but, uh, but yeah, no, um, I was glad I see Metallica. That was definitely one that I didn't want to regret. Them. You still haven't seen them? No. Dude, they're really good. And they'll be around for a little while, I think. But... Yeah. 
um they're i mean they're as professional as professional gets in my opinion i mean the the stage setup they have going on and everything what's interesting is that james is the main guitar you hear in the mix oh Kurt is in the rhythm parts. Kirk Kirk is kind of put in the back, and then he's brought out for the solos. And I'd stuff. be very curious to see how their their band dynamics work out because you know we talked about band dynamics yeah. kind of in the in the first couple episodes. As far as like on stage or in the studio, on paper. Oh, like a, yeah, like 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 if does does much? James get fifty six percent of the pay, and then uh, Lars gets forty, I mean, and then get, the other? I, I think mean, it, him and Lars should get more because they're the main two that are writing the songs in the studio. They talk about this in some kind of monster when they're signing Robert Trujillo. Yeah, they give a million dollar bonus. They give him a million dollar sign on bonus, and then they give him a percentage right off the bat of the band um, to let the to, because they they felt like they had to like really make sure like they he knew he was a member and stuff like yeah. that but i forgot what the percentage i don't know if they say the percentage that they get i i do wonder that too i i don't know if kirk would be in the band if he got less of a percentage than the other guys i wonder We're if not he sure. knows that he's quieter because like for instance when we yeah. play i just trust you to, to make make it sound good like i never uh, go yeah. out front and listen i and i i don't have in ears so i just have to assume that you're making it balanced and whatnot but for all i know you could be like putting me way in the background and like yeah, i mean point. i mean that's you know i just do that i anyway. wouldn't blame you if you did i'm just you saying. know when i when you play you play bass now so i just turn it all the way down it doesn't matter <laughs> we, could, we could do right the lightning <laughs> Actually, you could hear the bass and ride the lightning. It'd be and justice for all. Oh God! See, that's how much of a Metallica fan I am. I actually listened to and justice for all on the way home from one of our band practices in our previous iteration. It, it of this is band. one of the it's one of the most empty sounding records. Yeah. It still sounds amazing. Like listen to like there's what's a good example? Uh, I don't know any of the songs, right? I guess because it, oh, this is another thing. Do you want to hear a nerd nerd thing about like mixes I've made and Hell shit? Yeah, like that? I do. So I'm sure the audience does too. We love nerd stuff. I when rock band was a thing and Guitar Hero was a thing, people started ripping. Those were master tracks. That was a big deal about like the later Guitar Heroes because the first two Guitar Heroes were all re, were mostly um, covers of songs. Yeah, uh, the the artist didn't want to give them the master tracks. But later on, they started releasing the master tracks. So what ended up happening was people ended up releasing these stems. And there was like the drums only, the bass only. So people were able to like... And eventually the rock, rock band ended up getting a bunch of Metallica stuff. And it, a lot of it was And Justice for All. And people started remixing it with Jason's actual bass in it. Whoa. So I got it. And I remixed my own versions <laughs> of a couple songs. But... It, it, it was. It's really cool to hear. He's actually like a, fa- a fantastic bass player. He kicks ass. But I love how the remaster, like they remastered Injustice for All, and it literally sounds exactly the same. <laughs> well, because like, like they just play no bass. There's low end, but it's all just kick drum. Yeah, no. That that sub that sub frequency is yeah. literally from from the from the kick drum. There's like no bass. Yeah, there's no there's no perceptible bass bass guitar in that. But anyway, we we went far off into the deep end here. Um, one uh, show I 
I regret, but it was for different reasons. Uh, I was so I had I bought tickets to see Sticks and Yes together at Bethel Woods. Nah, that's cool. Which is where Woodstock concert was. I didn't know that it was not in Woodstock, New York. <laughs> I thought it, I didn't know Bethel Woods was in Bethel, New York, and that's where Woodstock was, but not in Woodstock, New York. So it, I realized Nick, that you lived here your entire oh. life. You sound like somebody who grew up in like Wyoming. Really, <laughs> that's a mistake I would make. I realized it a few hours before the show, uh, like almost time to leave, like an hour before I was going to leave. And then I realized like I got work in the morning. Like it's going to take me like five hours to drive home. I can't do it. So I didn't go. It sucked. I've seen two concerts at Bethel. I've seen Alanis Morissette <clears throat> and Garbage. Garbage opened up for them. That was actually they played a great show. Guy was playing electric kit, drummer, huh. and had yeah. giant canned like earmuffs too. <laughs> At the same time, like I think thought he was in the studio. I was <laughs> like, I was like, I think you got it covered, man. With the okay, that's your ears, whatever, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, and then I seen Santana. Nice. I, I worked there for a summer. It was it was awesome. I saw. Oh Nick, yeah, you did. I, I saw Neil Young. That's that was awesome. allowed a show. I saw Kid Rock. Was it allowed? Uh, uh, Neil Young? Neil yeah. Young was, was the loudest one, yeah. Van Halen was close. Van Halen was awesome. Um, oh, I've told, seen Van Halen. That's a regret I have. I, I, I told you guys, but for, for the listeners, uh, it was one of the greatest moments of my life. I, I worked the beer tent, so I set up the beer tent as quick as possible, and I raced down to the front just in case they came out for a sound check or whatever. I got there as early as I as I was allowed to, really. And Alex Van Halen comes out. I'm, in, I'm touching the stage. He's and naked. <laughs> Nick is naked He's right totally now. Naked. Also, I'm, Van Halen is naked. <laughs> Everyone is sweaty. Nick, Nick is fully erected <laughs> and naked. No. Everyone is muscular and veiny. <laughs> he comes out. He, he does like a. Oh shit! Now we just got sued by Marvin Gaye. God damn! Darn space shit, everybody. Uh, so he comes out. He did like a, at least a ten minute drum solo, like a warm up thing. And I'm the only one around. It was just him and I. He gave me a little wave at the end. That was it. It was just that was all. Awesome. Sound faded out. <laughs> so you, like just everything got blurry except just your eyes are meeting. Do you know he is one of the uh, originators of the in-ear monitor? No, I did not know that. Yeah, him and uh, him and a sound guy uh, were trying to develop a way because he was after years he just couldn't ever hear shit in like the floor monitor next to his drums, and they you know would just turn it up. And after a while, he was like, "There's got to be a better way." Mm-hmm. So they ended up. Somehow designing like the, I don't know yeah. if they were like the molded ones or whatever, but yeah, he was like the. It, especially if you just have one monitor on your left side, which they always put it like, yeah, I just want just barrage my left ear all night long. Like, great, <laughs> that'd be all, at least put one on either side to make it a little bit even or it kind of in the front to like you know eleven o'clock and one o'clock. Oh uh, yeah, we're only paying you three hundred dollars, Nick. I'm sorry. <laughs> If you're gonna set that and up, not, not not Nick, the whole band. <laughs> like, Dave so Roll was saying in an interview that his his left ear is way worse than his right from having the fucking monitor on the left side all the time, and also yeah. the snare when he played his snare was a little more left than it really should be, and and just made it loud. Um, what was I gonna say about Bethel? Bethel is a cool place, actually. If you ever want to go see a concert, Jay, that's a really good one. That like a really good place. And I did I did the um at Atlantis Morse that we had seats. Honestly, unless you get front row, not worth it. You just sit on the lawn. They have a lawn out there. 
And you can literally just sit out and just fucking chill. You can bring like camping chairs. Yeah. It's, it's an it's actually yeah, it's an amphitheater. It's actually re- it's really really cool place, man. All, all the amphitheaters are like that. You know, the one in um is a near Hart is near Hartford, Connecticut. That's basically I've the been same that thing. One. There's one in Man- I've been the Warp Tour in Hartford. In Mansfield, Mass, there's one. R.I.P. Warp Tour. <laughs> oh, is, is that done? It's been done for a long time. Oh. I'm able to bring it back because it's like an emo renaissance. I was gonna say I just <laughs> which, assumed it was perpetual. Which, by the way, um, turn on turn on the uh, TikTok clip. The, the Hollywood Cam here. The Hollywood uh, vampires uh, are playing at Bethel. Nick, I'm about to go on a, a raging rant right now. All right, good. Um, James, Taylor. the emo tour is lame, guys. Why are you guys going to see a show with a guy DJing and headbanging? And fake singing along with music that was performed by bands. It makes no sense to me. That's (laughs) that's basically what we do, right? But we're a band that actually has to rehearse and learn and play this stuff. We don't press play. Like, do you want? Do you guys want to pay me ten dollars a ticket, and I'll just fucking bring an emo playlist, and we'll just we'll do the same thing? Do I still get my cut? I mean, that's what people like, apparently. And I'll just headbang. Like, okay, great. I just don't get it, man. Like, I'm I'm glad like people want to listen to the music. I just don't. I don't understand it at all. Anyway, that's my clip, dude. The lineup for Bethel Woods is insane this year. This, there's some people who shouldn't be there, and there's some p- things that are awesome. So Hollywood Vampires, you guys know how that is? I've yeah, never listened I, to oh yeah, I wish. I'm the one the Hollywood Vampires. <laughs> I'm one of the black dog. No, I, would, I know the Hollywood Undead. It, it, it's, a, it's a super group with uh, Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, and Joe Perry. Okay, wow. Yeah, I haven't cool. listened to their music, but I, I, it's, I'm sure it's okay. James Taylor, <laughs> Robert Plant is playing there. That's cool. Um, and yeah. some people I never heard. He's the one that goes. He goes. You need brownstone, baby. Um, black dog. Black dog. <laughs> Steve Miller band with special guest Joe Satriani. What is he doing? Oh. Steve Miller band. Steve Miller band? Joe Satriani just like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, by the way, got everyone, all five billion of you who listen to the podcast, definitely five and a half. We're five and a half down billion. to five and a half billion. It, yeah. it gets worse every podcast. Every time, man. Oh, this man. is our seventh reunion episode, too. Um, definitely check out, go on YouTube and search like Joe Satriani, like um, Chicken Foot. No, Joe Satriani uh, uh, lessons or something like that. And there's a three hour video. It looks like it's from the '90s. It's apparently from 2007 or eight. Just listen to Joe Satriani talk; it'll put you right to sleep. He has like the guy. He, I put it on sometimes just to like go to sleep. I'm like, yeah, Joe Satriani, put me to sleep. I like put it on. He's got like the golf voice where it makes you all like the ASMR thing where it makes you all like feel like nice and cozy. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, Joe Satriani, talk, about, talk it's about to a me. Ten foot putt. No, exactly. He's approaching the green. I'm going to put it on right now. It's exactly like that. But he's talking about a fuzz pedal. He's like, yeah, you know, this one is made on the, uh, you know, the fuzz face, but it's got a little bit more uh, gain in this part of the thing. Mike listens to the fall asleep. When I I was learning bass, I I watched a video, a bass video by this guy called Beaver Felton. You play bass? (laughs) Sometimes. But this was a ridiculous video from the 80s. 
And it, I mean, it's still, still lots of good information in the video. But later, I saw Jimmy Kimmel do a bit where he was like, he was like, look at this stupid crap I found from the eighties. And it, it was like the same Beaver Felton video that I legitimately watched to learn to play bass. <laughs> and I felt so bad because I was like, oh man, he's a nice man. He's a nice boy. Later, Leave him alone. And, and I'll just sort of improvise around it and show you what I mean. All right. This is Joe Zetrion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me, let me go to the pedal board section. The wind is blowing at five miles per hour, south southeast. <laughs> Tiger Woods oh, takes out his bugger. Yeah. That's a great idea. We'll go the crowd. piece by piece, and we'll show you what they do. Cool. We'll oh, back. he should be part of our podcast. All right. It, look, yeah. the, look at these, look at these graphics, man. You guys can. Just, we got all these cool pedals here. Yeah. Just, Maybe we should start talking possibly like distortion. How do you feel about that? Distortion. That's the number one pedal. Now, you what I'd like to hear? You know, one of your your hugest hits. Sure. Hugest. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, but of course, this dude that's talking to him has like fucking like lightning bolt mutton chops and like spiky <laughs> hair and shit. Like this, the most like static X looking motherfucker possible. For those of you who don't know Wayne Static, you should look him up. Look him up. He's dead now. Oh no! Don't don't like look up his body. Not his dead body on the yeah, on the not dark his dead web. Body. Not on the dark web. Um, I would love to see another show. My friend seen so. Um, Google Dolls are playing there. A couple episodes ago, I mentioned mentioned my uh, in like my first our first bands, the drummer Ryan. And I mentioned his brother Charlie. They both seen they both seen Jimmy World. At Bethel Woods, and he and Charlie's not like a huge. He's a great musician, and he know he knows music and stuff like that. And he was watching the show, and he was like, he he pretty much came back. And he's like, I'm not a Jimmy World fan, but he's like, I am now because he's like, that's one. He was like, it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. He's like, they were Damn. amazing. So mm. I didn't see Jimmy World the chance. I do regret that. Oh wow, they played there. They played but, the chance like, like their first year just before COVID. That was like oh, 2018, shit. 2019. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. Can, can I tell you about a musical Please instrument do. regret? Yeah. Let's move on to those. <clears throat> I, I have several, but we only there's only so much time in this we'll, world. We'll just we'll just cut everything yeah, you say yeah. right now. Okay. So. That's, that's fine. <laughs> but it's, it's cut for time. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> okay. Now that everything I just said has been cut. <laughs> Here's the actual story. Um, so when I lived in Sacramento, I had a friend named Jason. His name was Jason Friend, believe it or not. And he had his car. I, I don't believe you. His, I can show you emails. His last name is Friend? His last name is Friend. I feel like you need a sponsor. For he was, <laughs> I, send me his driver's license. He I was, need to see. He was a goofy redheaded dude. And he was actually a video game tester out in San Francisco. He sponsored us in driver's license <laughs> but jason at, has a friend named jason friend at, at one point his car got broken into and they stole all his music equipment Aww, and poor yeah, jason friend yeah i was mm. I, I felt bad for him no i, I feel terrible it sucks. yeah and so i gave him my electric guitar at the time i, I think i was i think i started to play bass so this electric guitar is just kind of sitting around and this this was like the first electric guitar i bought with the, all the money i worked working as a bus boy and oh, and what i did with this guitar it was a, it was a sunburst pv raptor guitar i had taken it completely apart i'd installed like a stupid little radio in it for some reason and wired that radio to the output it was an fm radio it was an fm radio it was it's from wow. like you know, you know like in the in the, late, in the late 90s they were making like um like everything had radios it was it was a little tiny computer where like the mouse was the radio controls anyway interesting 
I put it in there and I had a, I had a wood burner or a soldering iron or something. And I carved my girlfriend's name onto the pick plate. It was, uh, her name was Deborah. So like I, I put Deborah on the pick plate and I had a whole bunch of stickers on it. And to this day, about every, I don't know, six months or so, I get a wild hair up my ass and I, I, I Google or I go to Craigslist in Sacramento and I try to find this guitar because I, I talked to this, I talked to Jason recently and he's, he's like, yeah, man, I got rid of that guitar a long, long time ago. And I, I keep trying to find this. I still have, I'm still holding out hope that I might find this guitar. <laughs> my, my first electric a guitar. It's not, it's not even a great guitar. It's a PV Raptor. Like it was a hundred and. 29 bucks or something like that but i, I miss it all right so yeah. so theoretically if this pv raptor shows up in craigslist sacramento you're flying there no 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 i'm paying to have it shipped <laughs> what if i the, buy this it homeless man that I owns this pv raptor <laughs> <laughs> this homeless man that has this pv raptor is not gonna ship this to you <laughs> B.B. King's ghost is playing Raptor. <laughs> it's like in, it's like in um, Big Mouth. Like, oh, the, the ghost of Duke Ellington. The Duke, yeah, but it's it's B.B. King and he's playing a Raptor. Is that the ghost of B.B. King? <laughs> uh, I, I I was trying to think about instruments. I missed the only one that comes to mind. That they had uh, octotoms at Alto. Octo, there's like four names for rock, octotoms: rocket toms, hamster Roto, wheels. No, Roto, I have Roto Toms. Oh, Rotos are the flat ones. Octos are the big ones, right? Like the yeah, deep, deep the, ones? Yeah, they're only like four inches wide, but they're, you know, they're varying depths. That's, um, that's like my uh, my Johnson. <laughs> oh, oh, varying depths. depths. That, that way Mike doesn't have to edit that. <laughs> it's it's a varying depth. About that could be anything. Four inches wide. <laughs> but yeah, there, there was a pair of them they were used, and it was their pearl. They were really nice, and they're just a little dinged up, but it was like $120, and I should have gotten it. Nick was like it was more than twenty dollars, so I couldn't I couldn't buy it. Couldn't spare it. I was I was broke when I was on the road when I was in Brainerd, Minnesota, and I went in this music store and they had an ovation bass like on the wall and I it was by, acoustic? No, no, it was it was an electric bass guitar. I didn't but know they made electric. I didn't anything. either. And I saw it and I'm like, man, that's a cool and it's a cool looking bass. I'll I'll send you guys pictures later or whatever. But um yeah, I, I regret not buying that. Hmm. Very much regret that. I uh, I actually regret selling my uh, Spectre Euro NS4 CRFM, which means crafted in Czech Republic, <laughs> but uh, something like that or Czech Czech Republic something manufactured. But anyway, sure. um, no, no, that's like an acoustic bass. No, th- this was an, an electric bass guitar made by Ovation. It had like weird switches and shit on it. It had like hmm. like a weird pickup configuration. You know, they used to make everything in Connecticut. Ovation, and then they got sold in like the seventies or eighties, and then they just started making Chinese. But like my uncle had like a seven at the time. It was seven hundred dollars, which this is two thousand six. So that was like. Decent money for a yeah. guitar, I feel like, 700 bucks. But it was the all-plastic one. That's the one. It's from 19, oh. 1978. Yeah, that's definitely a Connecticut one. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a custom... That's like they someone handmade like that shit. Just like that, yeah, yep. That's cool. I, I think it was like four or $600. Like, it wasn't even that expensive, but I was like super broke at the time. I think I made like 1300 a month because yeah. we got 400 a week or so, give it or, give or take. And so, uh, other than your uh, 10,000 different synths that you have, oh, what is uh, oh, something you regret you oh, have? Hold on, let me... Oh, <laughs> I have two Spectres I regret not buying. 
<laughs> but no, I bought no, I bought one and I sold it because I bought a that white Mexican jazz bass when I first got in this band. Oh yeah, I sold it because I was like, with I the love, sticker on it, the triangle like. Well, electri- I put it on later, but yeah. yeah, I put it on. Uh, it's called the Ohm's Law Triangle. Oh, did you download the Ohms from yes the, the internet? Vir for all you for all you like for all you physics and electrical engineers, physics majors. Actually, it'd be vi no ve ver for physics. I don't know, fuck you, physics. The lesson guys. here is once you're out of school, you don't pay attention anymore to it. <sighs> anyway. Uh, anyway, no, I I sold I sold my Spectres to some guy in New Mexico, and he made he made a really big deal. I he made a really big deal because I told him it had to be like signature accepted, and he was like, oh, da, 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 da. I was like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. You have to be home for this. And he gave me he gave me three stars on Reverb. It was the first thing I ever sold on Reverb. What a bastard. The bass was a perfect, immaculate condition. This dude gave me three stars. Just because you required a signature? Yeah. I was like, I have to. It's, it's a fucking thousand dollars at the time, which it's probably worth more now, but it was a thousand dollars. Like, I'm not going to fucking... It sounds like something I'd do. Give three stars for someone insisted on the <laughs> signature delivery. The, the thing about that specter... to sign creepy documents? The thing about that specter... <laughs> we're going to get nerdy again. It had... So, specter bases... In the U.S. are made from, they have their neck through design, which means if you imagine the neck of a guitar, it's one solid piece, right? Well, on a bolt-on guitar, it gets bolted to the body, right? With four screws, usually. But a neck through guitar, the neck goes through the body. Ooh. Kind of like a human. So imagine like a big stick, right? And that's like the neck. And then the body gets glued onto the sides. That's how a Spectre is made. And the body's curved and all this shit. Anyway, they made the specter. They made the specters in the U.S. out of solid maple, flame maple, and oh. and I mean they're like you know like an inch thick and sanded down and everything. Um, they in the late '90s when they started putting some production over in the Czech Republic, they made them the same way with the solid maple. Later on, they split them with alder on the back to like save cost. So you have like a maple, like still like maple a, cap, but maple, yeah. cap and maple cap that's like three quarters of an inch thick, but still it was, it wasn't the full thing. That base had the full maple flames, flame top and everything. So it was one solid piece. It was like an inch and a half of fucking maple on both sides and everything. It didn't weigh that much either. It only weighed like nine, nine pounds roughly. The body was pretty small, but, um, that and the other specter was in Imperial music when they were still in Newburgh, New York. And the guy, the bass player from Coheed and Cambria who left the band because he was like fucking tweaking and shit. He sold hit. I have a picture of it. He sold his, his, uh, specter euro to Imperial for like cash after he got kicked out of the band. And I regret not buying it because oh, I was looking. I played man. it. I sat down and I played it for like twenty minutes. And I was like, "This bass is amazing. This bass wrote fucking <laughs> the suffering." Oh, I gotta buy it. So anyway, oh man. So I have I have an anti regret. Let's go positive. Let's go positive. Let's go positive. This is so you, you you know you know how there's once in a lifetime opportunities for certain things like that exactly like you didn't buy that base you should have bought it you regret not buying it i still have the picture 11 1099 <laughs> i i had always decided that if i ever found a john petrucci 
Um, John Trippy. So I, I went back to that episode and I had to re-listen to find that part because I was like, there's no way he said that. <laughs> Apparently you did. John Trepucci. I, I had always told myself that if I ever find one of his Picasso guitars from before he was at Music Man, that I would buy it no matter what it cost, no matter what. And I was I was on AOD, which when you're in the army, sometimes you have to be on duty all night long, and you're just sitting in the barracks or sitting at the front desk of some building or whatever, just doing jack crap. Just you're, you're protecting the country, right? Sir. Exactly, like like serving my country and do, doing my duty. <laughs> Never um, so. so. <laughs> Uh, too bad the rats couldn't I'll, stop 9 I'll never forget and I'll always remember. <laughs> Where you could have just put a rat on your patrol, according to that lady. She would have found the, he would have found the mines. <laughs> I was I was just browsing the internet and I went I found Ibanezrules.com. That thing? Yes. He has one. Yeah, dude, I have one. You yeah. I brought it to practice before. I, I he I has one. I drank a lot of his house and I fucking dropped it like an idiot. <laughs> That's right. But, <laughs> so I was on IbanezRules.com and I found this this guitar. It was two thousand dollars at the time and this was like fifteen years ago. It don't matter. It don't, <laughs> it don't matter. None of this matters. And just I, say Smith again. And and I bought it. I basically emptied my savings at the time just for this guitar, but I still have it, and it's it's my crown jewel of like instruments at this point. I love it. I'm never gonna get rid of it. Hey, he's got. He doesn't have that one. He has the um, camo I the, one. I have the, I have the camouflage one. The, the one the that, that he was playing when uh, they recorded uh, Metropolis Part Two and uh, toured with it. Like it's it's a 1999. It's I it's lo- the. I, uh, I love that part. I love that part yeah, about yeah. that guitar. Yeah. That's my favorite album. Yeah, same. It's it's the P two, the JP one hundred P two. In my defense. Not only was I, I was very drunk, that guitar is very smooth and satin finish, and I literally put it on my lap just to rest it, and it just slid off my pants. Oh, I, okay. I, I don't blame you. And it just slid off my pants, and Jay looked at me, and he just started laughing when it hit the ground. Like he made this face, he made this like like scrunchy face. He was like, "Oh no!" And I, I looked at him, and I was like, "Oh dear God!" Good thing it wasn't a Gibson; it would have been like I seven pieces. Thousand dollars. <laughs> No, it, we looked it up. It was way more. It's way more than that now. Is it? I, I've I've been to Ibanez Rules a couple times, and I can't even. They don't even have the JPs Re- anymore. Uh, last time I looked on Reverb, it was about seven thousand. No, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. Mm. I mean, adjusted for inflation, it's probably about right. Yeah. So I guess we. That was kind of your answer for instruments you shouldn't have bought. <laughs> Shouldn't have spent two thousand dollars on it. I don't really have any that I shouldn't have bought because I've I've learned something from even even stupid instruments. I've just cheap Telecasters and stuff like that. I've I've learned you know not to buy them. So I just kind of. All right. Well, the, this segment of uh, stuff you shouldn't buy is brought to you by the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Why have all of you forgotten about me? Am I not good enough for you? Everyone wants to yap all day long about conspiracies like JFK is the current VP, Bats of Wuhan, and Tower 7. But what about Flight 19 and so many others? Never forget. And then there, when there's a real conspiracy like Epstein happens right in front of you, nothing happens. Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison for having minors as sex workers. For <laughs> whom? They left that little tidbit information out of there. So this ad is actually brought to you by both the Bermuda Triangle and Jeffrey Epstein Conspiracies. Thank you, We're in a Band Podcast, for accepting my conspiracy money. The Bermuda Triangle, your gateway conspiracy. <laughs> you know, I remember watching, like, like I don't know, Discovery Channel, History Channel. 
of all of like all these Bermuda Triangle stuff and like and being like, whoa, the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Let's see. It's way bigger than I thought it was. I looked all it up right. after they sent that. It's huge. All right. Jason definitely has a friend named Jason Friend. He has email <laughs> proof. I've, oh, boy. E- I elect- <laughs> electronic mailer proof. So this this non non camo is going for sixty seven hundred right now. Wow! He's wait, got, wait, he, it's, he has it's, an actual face too. Look at that. Yeah, it's a ninety six JPM one hundred P two. Wish I could make his face bigger. Oh, that's a P two. Yeah. What is mine? Oh, my, maybe mine's a P four. Whatever the camo Mike. one is. Mike. All right, so Mike, what is uh, what's an instrument you regret buying? I regret buying. Yeah. Spent too much on it, or it wasn't really the right thing. You had to All return right, it. I'll, uh, that I'll, sub, that first no, crappy sub you bought. Nah, that doesn't even count. Cause I got my full money back. It wasn't like I just put it. I, the only time I wasted was putting it out there, listening to Beastie Boys, and be like, "Yeah, this is garbage," and put it back inside. Um, don't it, matter. It, 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 it don't matter. None of this matters. <laughs> but it, it was pretty funny to at least hear it try. Like that was my favorite part about it. I was like, "Oh, it's trying so hard to produce manageable bass, and it can't do good it." Good for a small church or something, maybe. I don't even think it would. I think the home, my home theater sub was louder. Honestly, wow. I, like the one I have now was probably louder. That was a twelve-inch sub too. I, 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 I truly believe that one was louder. Um, but anyway, um, I bought a. So for a while, I was on an Agile guitars kick. Oh yeah, I've had and a couple my, of those. My, I bought one from a friend. It was a Les Paul Junior Special, the one with two P nineties um, copy, and it was a great guitar. I sold it to my one friend, um, and he learned how to play guitar on it and everything. So I found one with like EMG. It was a Les Paul Agile, mostly makes made in Korea Les Paul copies for really cheap, and. Um, their secret is just no quality control at all. So, <laughs> so, so you might get a good one. You might get a oh, absolutely just hunk of shit. <laughs> yeah, but R- Rondo Music will take care of you. Rondo Music will take care of you. Uh, so I bought it from a guy who is uh, part owner of a pretty large record store, uh, comp- record store in our part of New York. I won't get any more specific than that because I'm not a doc. It's not his fault. Um, but I definitely, like, I bought this guitar and it was one of those things where I was like buying it and I was like in the moment and it wasn't that expensive. It was like I spent like $275 on this guitar and the EMG 8185s and everything. But like, I was looking at it. One of the frets was unleveled around the 18th fret. So it like buzzed out and stuff. And I'm kind of looking at it, and I was about to say no, and then like I'm at like this place that I like, and he's like the owner, and I'm like, ah, all right, fine, like I, I bought it, and it was one of those things I got home, and I was like, why did I buy this thing? But <laughs> you know what though, it came with it came with a crazy good, um, like Gator hard case and everything, and um, I ended up selling it for about as much as I paid it for, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But also, it, was, it had like um, the strap button was relocated, like right next to the existing hole, so there was just like a hole there. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever, you know. Um, it sounded pretty good. It had EMG eighty one eighty fives in it, so I put like really heavy strings and tuned it to drop A sharp. 
<laughs> and then it was like my In Flames guitar that I played. And it was Silver Burst, which is kind of cool, actually. Hmm. Like, And it was like a true like Adam Jones kind of Silver Burst. That's why uh, I was like really interested in it. I only had it for a few months. Um, I've had to convince myself that it was a good purchase after I've bought a few things. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of another instrument I bought that was like expensive. Um, I bought a B stock. Uh, it turned out to be a B stock Ernie Ball Music Man Stingray, and it was awful. It had a gap in the neck pocket that was like the size of like a quarter. Like, oh, I, I, that's and, one. That's one we had in the span, right? Yeah, and I, I I brought it back to Guitar Center, which is why I bought it. That's why you buy used from Guitar Center sometimes. And uh, I brought it back to Guitar Center in like somewhere in Connecticut, and uh, <laughs> it was like a really young kid. He was like, "Oh, we can we can set it up. We can set it up and make it good." I was like, I looked at him and I, I wanted to say, like, "Oh, you sweet young child." <laughs> I, I wanted to say that, or like, "No, nah, man, this needs Jesus." <laughs> like I had to put like two shims in the neck pocket to get like the strings to get down to a certain level. So I regret buying that. But again, I got my full money back. It wasn't like I don't have too many where I've gotten completely burned. Like I've never gotten anything where like the truss rod it was completely fucked. Um, I did buy when I bought my Nash P base. The bridge was completely frozen, and I was really pissed about that because like um, Nash has like um, their instruments are relict, which means they're made to look like they're old, and to the guy's credit, I don't think he knew because I don't think he like really adjusts his bass that often. I think he just kind of like lets them be, but it was completely rusted. And oh I, yeah, you had to get a new bridge. I I bought like I bought a different bridge for it. And I put it on and whatever. And then I contacted Nash and they sent me a free one. <laughs> that was relic and everything. I was like, okay, whatever. But anyway, I had a I had a custom three thousand dollar guitar that was so bad I just gave it away. I remember you telling me story. Yeah. Who did you give it away to? Just some homeless dude at the dog park. He he lived in a van right next to the dog park. I'll I'll have to tell you. Guys. I remember him telling me the story. It was uh, can I say what brand it was? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was a carving. Yeah, <laughs> I remember him telling me the story. I was like, he did what? It was <laughs> once I once I realized what the problem was. So I, I had this guitar for probably a couple months before I even realized the problem. And then once I realized the problem, I I couldn't unnotice the problem and I, I just had to get rid of it there, there was no point in keeping the guitar after that but uh, I'll, someday i'll have to tell you guys about the time i got rid of literally all of my music equipment i gave it all away tens of thousands of dollars worth of gear <laughs> <laughs> not for this podcast but a different time nick what's your uh, most regretful uh bose bose clock radio what's your what's your what's your most regretful uh, <laughs> hey, i got that one free <laughs> oh okay so you can't regret that as is half the things in this house <laughs> um, uh, you're I, Jackson. Uh, <laughs> nah, I wish. Uh, no, when I started out, I uh, I kept getting these cheap symbols and kept breaking them over and over. When I should have just gotten that's, better ones. That's a good advice for young drummers. Yeah, yep. don't don't cheap out. Uh, don't get the Zildjian Planet Z's. Those are their bottom line ones. Don't get Saluda. Um, Buy one TKX. I think ZBTs are solid. They're so. Break the shit. I Did you break them. the shit up? Oh, so many I times. Yeah, I also was striking the wrong way. I was, I was really striking through instead of across. You know, I was doing that, and at that, that that'll break almost anything eventually. But uh, yeah, it was, it was pointless. The single greatest purchase at my uh, like out of anybody I've ever known was my friend bought a um, Wuhan 
China. 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 I had, I had, China. I had to say Wuhan and give the pause. Because after, afterwards, I was like, oh, Wuhan. Where do I know that name from? I was like, wait, I was like, he bought a lab? But uh, he, he bought a lab and COVID. <laughs> but he bought a, he, he bought a Wuhan China, 16-inch China. And back in the day when we used to play a lot of breakdowns, when it got really heavy, you didn't go to the crash. You went to the China symbol. Mike, what does a China sound like? China. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but sure. uh, it's an up it's the symbol that's upside down. Yeah. It's kind of like in between a gong and like a regular crash. So he bought this China symbol musician's friend for $20. Literally $20. And he still has it to this day. Damn. And it played in all our shows we ever had. He bought a stupid deal today. $20. And it's a great... And it sounds... I, dude, fan-fucking-tastic. Like, you hit the China, you're like, that's the perfect China sound. It's a, I think a 16-inch China is the best a size. A lot of pros use that one. The, 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 the one? one? Yeah, yeah, that's a popular one. My friend bought one... It's not one, expensive, either. No. The, my friend bought one that was full price. It was like $90. Mm-hmm. But it was a 20-inch, and it had, like, metal... Thing like things that rattle in it, like metal yeah, pins, uh, rattle, rivets, rivets that yeah. like rattle in it. Um, I would say I, I played with a drummer that played with um Zildjian uh pitch black cymbals, and I think it was a total waste of money. Mm. I had the titanium ones, the uh Zildjian ZXTs back in the day for mm. a little bit, Th- those broke just as quickly. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't know why. I thought you'd have thought they'd be. A little stronger being titanium, but they, they didn't last on the market long. They were only around for like a couple mm. of years. It was a little fad. The pitch black ones are literally black. Yeah. And, I've seen oh, those. yeah. I remember I've never that. played them. And guess what happens on a black symbol? The, the black paint, paint comes <laughs> falls off, off immediately. <laughs> like one strike, ping, and it's just, it starts chipping. Like the DR bass strings that are black. Oh, the black uh, beauties? Yeah. <laughs> After about 10 minutes, yeah, all the black ink paint coating. I had, the, I had the red ones on my... Uh, I, I played in a college setting with red with the red DR strings on my five string. I bet that was pretty popular. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And it's cool. I, it, it, it's a gimmick. Whatever. Like my guitar. Yes. <laughs> like your guitar. Listen, I, a don't, lot of I don't regret my guitar. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Um... I'm really trying to think of anything I really, um, I'm sure I'll think of something. Mostly, most of the regrets in my life are like, as Jay said, buy once, cry once. Like usually like, it's always like I buy the cheaper version of something. It's what? (laughs) It's a horrible saying. Buy once, cry once, man. Because like the whole time, because it's it's this, I don't want to spend this money. <laughs> and then you could have just cried one time and just bought the no, more expensive one. Because you don't one. cry one time. How many synthesizers do you have over there, Jay? Um, well, two analog ones, <laughs> three digital ones. Exactly. How many guitars do you no, have, Jay? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is not about me. <laughs> Only cry once, huh? No, but but here's here's the thing. You you can buy you could buy six or seven hundred dollar guitars, Stratocasters, whatever, or you can buy one five hundred dollar Stratocaster, which will last well which will outlast all of those by far. Or you can buy fifty thousand dollar Again, this Stratocaster. Is not, this is not about me. how many Stratocasters can you play at the same time? <laughs> Only one, really, right? 
Jay, Jay and I have a pretty pretty good rule. We've had, I mean, things have changed in the market, but we're always saying that like two thousand dollars buys you a nice guitar, like a guitar that would like you'll never like regret buying or anything yep. like that. It's kind yeah, of changed now. But beyond but, that, it's diminishing returns. You're just paying for nicer wood, maybe some nicer appointments, extra case candy and sh- stuff like that. But, Enrique, who sanded this, is getting paid a little more. <laughs> right. That's about it. <laughs> Got a dollar and however it is. All right, um, uh, you guys ready for this day of music history? Yeah, let's right. do it. Uh, it is brought to you by Sandy Westerson. <laughs> of course. Good old Sandy. Uh, he was kind of losing us on his last ad. I've heard he's, he's got competition. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe not this week, but maybe next week. Yeah, he might be getting into something. <laughs> I'm not sure. But anyway, he did send us. I, this I have a question: yeah. uh, Is Sandy Westerson like has he ever held public office before? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay, yeah. uh, um, so he, he's just straight up running for president. He's a man with a mission. Is, is he okay. at least thirty-five years old? Yes, he, he's a, about is he, sixty-two is he, or so. Is he naturalized. <laughs> sixty-two is young for a president. Yeah, at these, this point, these yeah. days, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're about to have two eighty-year-olds. Just duke it out before uh, JFK. Uh, uh, Alzheimer's versus Alzheimer's. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> it's going to be TikToking or skitscopping and beatboxing all over the place. It could be dementia versus Alzheimer's. We don't know. It could be the two. They're so different. Was was JFK younger or was George W. Bush younger? Because I feel, I feel like JFK was like the last young president we had. I think he was uh, Obama was, was, was. That's right. Obama was, very was pretty young. young. That's uh, right. He was yeah. like like thirty nine or 40, 41, something like that. He was. He was still just past forty. Gray haired when he left. He was gray haired when he left. Yeah, <laughs> can't blame him. <laughs> the, uh, the the hey. youngest the youngest president was actually Teddy Roosevelt. Um, he was. He looked like he was eighty seven years old. <laughs> he, did. he did, but he was just barely younger than Kennedy. Kennedy was second. How, but, but what's what's the ages? Kennedy was the youngest elected at forty three. Teddy Roosevelt was almost forty. He was forty two in three hundred twenty two days. When he wasn't elected, though, he was the vice president. He was sworn in after William McKinley was assassinated. Oh right, right. <clears throat> what? Uh, how old was Obama? Never forget. Uh, <laughs> Never forget about <laughs> William McKinley. Obama's a lot like of everybody is no, Where's the William McKinley assassination conspiracies? Where are those? <laughs> those have been buried in time. Uh, I'll go. I'll go play Red Dead Redemption Two and let you know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe there wasn't a conspiracy. Maybe he was just like axed to death in the middle of like a crowd. Everyone saw him. Like <laughs> they were just like, "Oh, the president's getting axed." <laughs> We saw, we saw ow. it. Ow. Maybe, maybe ow. we should. Uh, the president's last words was ow. <laughs> we should maybe make some sort of secret service to protect these dudes. <laughs> so how was, oh, is Obama third on the list? Yeah, but it doesn't say. I can't get it. He was like, he was like 44. It, 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 he was close. All right. I, 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 was, I didn't know uh, Teddy Roosevelt was the youngest one. That's a, that's a good trivia right there. Yeah. All right. Mr. Sandy. Blasters my fellow Americans, in order to fulfill my many different campaign promises, there's many, many different ones, I have organized the world's first anti-speed bump militia as proof of concept. Armed with the Bosch jackhammer from Amazon that I mentioned previously, uh, they have successfully destroyed all the speed bumps in my hometown of Hastings, Nebraska. <laughs> Unfortunately, they have gotten a little bit overzealous, and many places have dug in too deep, creating cavernous potholes. Luckily, I found another hell of a good product on Amazon using my, the computer my son Keith, named after Toby Keith, of course, 
got me for my birthday. Aquafault with 4.4 stars and only $79.99 per bucket to fill it back in. Sometimes you gotta turn a road whore into a ditch, bitch. I can say that. <laughs> I can say that I now can smoothly take the correct way into my local Panera bread where the cream broccoli soup has never tasted so good. Make America flat again. <laughs> Yeah, Sandy, your your uh, your your accent started to fade on the night. <laughs> it comes and goes sometimes. I I know I had to look up if Hastings, Nebraska is a is a place and definitely is a place. There's a Hastings Museum. What is the museum? Just a single piece of corn? In, in, <laughs> in, in, in the center of it? Sandy like, Westerson might be the curator of that museum. I gotta see the potholes in this bitch right now. Hold on. Ditch bitch. It was in Kearney, Nebraska, where I had my uh, incident where I had too many Long Island the iced teas. The legend of Jay con- continues. The legend, the legend of, of Jay. Jay. No, th- that's the thing. That, that's why you guys are so easily amused, because you guys have lived here your whole life. Like, I've lived all over the country. But you're like the Highlander, where like you've lived, so you're, you're 40, but yet it's it sounds like you're 340, and you've, you've lived a th- four lifetimes already and just crammed it into these 40 years. That would explain all this extra weight. <laughs> I'm, I'm 300 years worth of people in the one ba- body. The baldness. They have the for, th- <laughs> for 35 $35, Jay, they have a one a quarter scale replica of the Ibanez JPA, JPM 100, black and white. Oh, that's a seven string one. That's actually kind of cool for $35. That is, for 35 bucks. send me that link. They have and they have a Picasso one, like the blue, green, and yellow. For thirty five dollars, they're all Picasso ones. It's just a matter of which color. I don't know. One guy, one guy has a P one, and that's twelve thousand five hundred. That's that. That's like the the pink and green. That's like the pastel. That's what they call the pastel one. And then the P two is the white one, right? And then they they're saying these are all P twos, and then this one is a P one. And it's slightly different color. Oh, maybe they... I don't Brighter. know. Maybe, maybe they changed the uh, pickups or something. Like that. Collectors are funny. We talked yeah. about the whole thing about the yeah. patent sticker and everything. Anyway. So this day in music history, Beach Boy's most famous album, Pet Sounds, was released today. Pet Sounds. Anybody want to weigh in on Pet Sounds? I'm looking at the track yeah, listing so right now. It's very unimpressive. I was obsessed with Pet Sounds when I was working as a an airline pilot. And just never, never once heard pet sounds in my life. What the fuck is that? Oh, okay. It, you never heard pet sounds? I, I honestly haven't listened to the album. There's only three hits on it. But and at the time, it was supposed to be like the this groundbreaking album that the the Beach Boys. I'm sorry, the Beatles were jealous of it, and it was it came out right around the time of Sgt. Pepper's, like right before, right after, and it was. Um, yeah, they just did all this other worldly shit. It had Wouldn't It Be Nice on it, which is this one. It had God Only Knows, and it had Sleep John B. Those were the three hits. Oh, but yeah. there's 13 songs. I don't know the other ones. Who's the main guy in the Beach Boys? Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Yeah. Yes. There's a pretty good movie just on him with John Cusack playing him. Uh, not that I'm a big John Cusack fan, but he does a pretty good job in it where he's like pretty much schizophrenic towards the end, and his dad kind of messed him up and stuff. And but he's still alive. He, he went up to like 400 pounds. 
And he lost like half of it and then gained it again and lost like a third of it. I don't know. My only exposure to Beach Boys was Full House because like Jesse oh, was go. like obsessed with playing Beach Boys songs. <laughs> Jesse's like, girl. And he did Kokomo. <laughs> he co-wrote Kokomo with him. Oh, oh, that's right. Did yeah. They, and, and, and like Beach Boys were on Full House a bunch of times, right? At least once. And I think they were on Home Improvement one episode. Or at least one. Uh, of those. <laughs> that was pretty good. Can you do that again so and isolate it later? Uh, Ooh. <laughs> nice. Uh, next, uh, I I don't really do albums going number one on on a particular day because there's so many all the time. But if one really sticks out as one I really like, then I'll do it. Fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, bias. A, a Deja Vu by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young went Ooh. number one today. Deja Vu was really, was really who, good. who are all those people? <laughs> Neil Young, might heard him. Oh, he's the guy that he, I, I don't know. Stephen Stills and David Crosby, alcoholic guy. And then another guy. I can relate. It was a really good album. Uh, yeah. Teach your children. This is a weird one. version. I don't know what version. <laughs> I, I, just, I thought that was what is that? Oh, Hanson did a cover of uh, Teach Your Children. Jesus Christ. On their, whole, on their underneath acoustic the, album. The whole world is seen through a Hanson lens. <laughs> this guy. Uh, Keith Richards on this day, in like, like 10 years ago or so, he fell at home in Connecticut reaching for a book of nude art and broke a bunch of ribs and had to delay the start of their tour by like a month. <laughs> oh man, it happens to the best of us. Uh, so I had a dollar for every time that's uh, happened to me. Was that recently or no? It was like 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago? Something like that. And he, he Keith, was 82 10 years ago. <laughs> I thought Keith Richards was invincible. That actually kind of, that's a, that's a chain right? of his armor. Like, he can bleed. I, now we know. Now we know. now we know what gets him. Nude books, slightly out of reach. <laughs> yeah, can bleed. Get from the top of Keith Richards is coming for us. Now I know a god can bleed. Um, R- is, R- that P- Bane, is that that Blaine? Is that a Blaine? Blaine? Bane? <laughs> no, no. Uh, it was a very poor impersonation of three hundred. I was born in the darkness. You merely adopted to it. <laughs> <laughs> is that Sanford? Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> I was just giving some theme music to Bane. <laughs> you turned it into this whole thing. Sanford and Son? Guys, we've been here an hour and a half. We <laughs> promised the listeners that we would not waste more of their time. Happy Death Day to um, <laughs> Ronnie James Dio. Oh, that's the uh, guy that in the, the music band. <sighs> he died at 67 of stomach cancer. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. That's how I hope to One go. One of the ultimate showmans. Great voice. He's a tiny little man. Somehow this giant voice comes out. He's like hey, four foot nine. I don't know. In the it. city of fallen angels, where the ocean meets the sand, you will form a strong alliance and the world's most awesome man. <laughs> Dio has rocked for a long, long time. Now it's time for him to pass the torch. I could do a little something. I, I, don't, I don't have a Jack so, Black impersonation. <laughs> That's uh, the line I was singing was actually Dio singing. But it was too young Jack Black <laughs> and Tenacious D. He has songs of wildebeest and angels. He has sword on the wings of a demon. 
<laughs> it's time to pass the torch. You two old to rock. No more rocket for you. Let's go listen to it. In the city of fallen angels. Is this one he's in the poster? Yeah. Wait, is this Jack Black now? Dio. This is just Dio. He was 102 when he sang this. Yeah, I watched I watched a YouTube video of him recording that, and he was like, "You sure?" He's like, "You want me to do it again?" They're like, "No, nah, you're good." <laughs> like, no, nobody no, wants you no. to do that again. <laughs> they were like high fiving and shit. Like obviously, while he was like doing the take, they were like, "Yeah, yeah that was really good." Uh, born on this day, Janet Jackson. Uh, also, Nirvana bassist Chris. I seen her titty once. <laughs> like we all did. <laughs> Sorry, I, saw her, I saw her brother's titty. <laughs> I saw her brother's titty. What? <laughs> His name was Michael. <laughs> and also, boy, Tinsley, he's right there. The violinist, former violinist of Dave Matthews Band. For, former violinist. <laughs> but he's not in the band anymore because he was touching the saxophonist. The new saxophonist replaced the other now, guy. Why, 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 the why would we even mention this guy? <laughs> he sounds like a scoundrel. <laughs> he was, uh, Not that I would ever touch anybody in this band. He's classically <laughs> trained. And he's uh, he's like the predator, basically. Yeah, we have to keep Jace out of the band because he was touching the guitarist. <laughs> he was preying on the younger guitarist. <laughs> The young millennial. <laughs> so no, he was actually like, were they in like a consensual relationship? Or no, not, not at all. Like, uh, I mean, that, 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 I mean, it's more rumor than fact. This guy in the left? No, no, no the, 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 the second from the left. The guy in the left died of diabetes. That was uh, <laughs> oh, that's Wolfgang Brimley. <laughs> so they replaced and knew then, about the diabetes, and then Snoop Dogg, <laughs> which is the second guy over. <laughs> Died of being touched by a I, I just We had to point out to the listeners that Nick has like a 124 inch fucking, <laughs> fucking canvas of Dave Matthews Band from like the 90s. And Painted. It's driving. I, I think it's from Osa. I think it's from the. The the um, everyday album thing is all one. This thing is literally a hundred. I'm not even making this up. It's about a hundred inches diagonally. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, you'd have to yeah. you pull your car in and like tune into the radio station. I wouldn't be able to. to f- I wouldn't be able to fit this in my car if I had to like lay all the seats down flat. And I have a hatchback. I don't think that, I'd be able. To, that, I don't think I'd be able. A, to that was a birthday gift from my, from my buddy Mickey. That's been been around. Really? Oh really? I, he had shout it, out he to had Mickey. For, yeah, shout he's, out. Probably, he's probably listening to this podcast. He probably is. <laughs> He uh, he had it for so long. I was every time I'd be at his house or in his dorm, whatever. I'd be eyeing it. Oh, that thing's pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> and, he was, and he was like, "Yeah, my wife can't stand this thing anymore." <laughs> so I you take. I'm like, "Well, I'm about to get a new house, so uh, I can put that where Kelly won't go." <laughs> oh my god, I love how it's crooked too. So there's so there's yeah. dead, dead diabetes boy, Snoop yeah. Dogg. So they replaced diabetes so Snoop, boy. So Snoop Dogg with is, two guys. It, so Snoop Dogg is the is the rapist. This is what you're saying. Yeah. So so they replaced Sinead O'Connor is in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Who is? By the way, for the listeners, that is actually Dave Matthews. <laughs> actually, him. in the turtleneck, turtleneck sweater. Do they even make those anymore? <laughs> 
Don't you dare make fun of the drummer. Don't you uh, dare uh, make fun uh, of the drummer. I'm trying. No, the, drum, the drummer in that band's fucking amazing. He is that one drummer, of the best. That drummer is like one of the best drummers I've ever seen so in my life. Good. I'm not even like, watch his solo stuff where he just plays to music. He comes from a jazz band. I didn't mean, I didn't even like Dave Matthews band. I watched this man play drums. I was like, I like this song for some reason. And he intentionally plays everything different. Like it's the one time. that goes, Live. um it's the one that goes bound down down boom 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 down. Yeah. That one I, I fucking hate that song. But I watched him play Great drums song. to it and I was like, yeah. Oh my oh, god. That, that's his instructional DVD you're yeah, watching. Yeah. yeah, that came out like right after the crash album. Yeah. Because I, I watched it on YouTube probably in like 06. Yeah. He like just put it up It's there. still on YouTube. It's and the guy on the right is a singer from Incubus. So uh, he must have joined Dave Matthews <laughs> Band for a little bit. <laughs> for the listener, that's He's the, like, uh, party me for while I burst into flames. <laughs> no? So okay. the diabetes guy was replaced with two guys. One of them uh, looks like uh, the drummer from Paul McCartney. His band is this big, big uh, fat guy. And then the other guy looks kind of like um, Joe Satriani. No, he looks like Jordan Rudis. And uh, so Snoop Dogg touched Jordan Rudis inappropriately on more than one occasion. I've been that's tempted, the rumor. It's not I've been tempted official. to touch Jordan Rudis at least once on more than one occasion, <laughs> but just once. So they replaced the violinist Snoop Dogg with um, an organ player. So can you go into detail? Flash organ player. <laughs> so, but <laughs> Nick, you can't just throw this information out into the world. I thought it was common I knowledge. <laughs> I know, Nick. Now, I, the only thing I know about Dave Matthews Band besides tripping billies is that they. Jump and dropped a bunch of poo on people in Chicago. Once. Oh, that's right. When they crossed over the bridge and <laughs> yeah. landed on the boat or whatever. Well, those bitches had to come. Oh, man. <laughs> Guys, we're, we're like over an hour and a half into this. We need to end this now uh, for our listeners' earballs. The only tiny piece of music news I could muster up was Blake Shelton got a star on the Hollywood Walk. Nobody of fame. cares. Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? Nobody cares. He's a country guy, and he's been on. He's on like oh, yeah. a bunch of shows. Wait, he's married the, to what's her name? He's on The Voice and stuff like that. Yeah. My, Mike, <sighs> I'm just trying to look Gwen, out for Gwen, your he's, mar- he's married to Gwen Stefani now, isn't he? Or dating Gwen Stefani? Or Taylor Swift, or one of those? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Uh, uh, Taylor Swift hit us up we'll open for you come on our podcast <laughs> she she stayed uh, she was in Beacon a few years ago she stayed at the Roundhouse in Beacon like th- three or four years ago something uh, like that is that the Beacon Hotel where we played once <laughs> no it's a little down the street well, oh that's the end I'm, well, I'm about to band. I, I'm about to end I'm about to just hit the space bar and get the fuck out of <laughs> thank here thank you to Ear Sausage Studios thank you to Tiki Bob thank you to Ear Sausage Studios I'm, we haven't thanked them enough I'm Nick that's Mike that's Jay goodbye <sighs> Finally. <laughs> Tiki Bob, please. Uh, no brown M&M's next time. Thank yeah. you. And, and more, more sausage. Figure and, it out. More sausage. But don't charge us for the sausage. I'll go for some bratwurst <laughs> next time. Seriously. <laughs>